0: Two, one, ghost Hey everybody, welcome to 321Ghost. I'm your host with a silent G, Kyle, and joined always by my best pal, Natalie. Hey, Natalie, how are you?
1: Hey Kyle. How are you?
0: I'm good. I, um, you know, I've had some, some time off before starting a new job, which is great, and uh, I've been getting a lot into uh, board games, that's a thing i'm trying specifically spooky board games that's the only reason i bring it up um oh, no! because i'm like you know i love horror video games i love horror movies of course right and uh i'm like what other way can i engage with the genre i love so much and uh Try and try and board games out we'll we'll see there's two in particular um one's called mansions of madness which is a pretty well put a right now just more like Cthulhuan kind of horror situation you know I'm gonna drag you, you know into trying this out with me one time um, <laughs> and uh, one called uh final girl which is you know just very based on like slasher movies and different types of things so so I've been up to that I don't know how
1: about you that is that was Kyle's subtle sponsorship from from Hasbro.
0: I know. I was just saying Hasbro. <laughs> I don't even know what games they,
1: they make board games, right?
0: They do. They do. But um, <laughs> who's, who's the
1: never, big one? Who's the big one? Now, I, now I'm not thinking of any of them off of the top of my head.
0: Well, you I mean, you got your Parker Brothers, right?
1: Parker Brothers. There it is. Yeah,
0: right. Um yeah. and then yeah, you know, you got you got Hasbro, but Hasbro also makes like Transformers and shit. I could be wrong. It might, I don't know. But either yeah. way, that's what I've been up to.
1: <laughs> it's it's important to incorporate um uh, spooky hobbies any way you can, whether it be movies, board games, video games. I've actually I've taken a pause from it, but I've been mm playing the Resident Evil 2 what, it, remake? what do you call it? Re, re, remake remastered I don't know what I'm saying it's a remake um, just yeah from the ground up yeah and I was playing that for a while and I have to say there's something about playing like horror games I find that to be so much scarier than watching horror movies I I feel like I'm really invested like like it might be me that actually loses my life in this in this scenario so i i find them to be very exhilarating day or night um i'm more difficult in my older age
0: question did you start as leon or claire
1: Ooh, who do you think i started as
0: probably leon good guess yeah
1: good guess that's correct
0: i started as claire just just i like leon's
1: path i like leon's path better
0: yeah, I think I think I do too. Um but gosh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that game in particular, but you're right, no horror video games, I swear. we'll we'll Well, we'll, we'll get to what we're
1: talking. We'll get about back on second, topic. But,
0: yeah, we'll get there. But um yeah, oh jeez, I just remember like playing the first Dead Space, you know, with like a good yeah. headset on my on my Xbox 360 and dang, you know, yeah, the shit is spooky. That remake, that remake's really good too. I played that earlier this year yeah. and there's been a lot of good horror games this year. I mean, more specifically, like, a lot of uh, that kind of over-the-shoulder, somewhat action, you know, but horror, you know, first yes. kind of games, you know. Um, yeah, so, hell yeah, good for you. That one's so good. I l- That remake is. is probably my favorite, my favorite Resident Evil game. It's, it's so good. It's my I-
1: favorite, too. I've played the original so many times, and even having played through it so many times, it's still like my heart rate, like I can't play it that long because my heart rate is so accelerated the whole time. Stressful. It's stressful. It really is. But it's it's stressful fun. It's, it's great.
0: That's what I like so much about Dead Space is that you have the mechanic of, well, you had to like dismember it. That was the only way you could kill these things. And then- you could just, you know, you had a stomp button. So you could just stomp their skulls in. And it was a very satisfying feeling and sound. And especially when you're, you know, getting all that tension and stress out, right? It's like, it feels very, uh, feels very empowering to just stomp in the brains yeah. of an alien and just be like, see, this is what you get when you try to fuck with me. And, crawl through the fucking you know the 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 I don't know what are the vents that's what it's called <laughs> Craw- crawling through the, the vents, vents and hissing and whispering and shit and throwing like limbs of other people at me like I'm not having it so stop it you know and I Did you uh,
1: Did you ever play Silent Hill?
0: Yeah. I I I only I only played the first two. I remember the Same. second one more than Yeah,
1: I only I only played the first two, and I don't recall the second one ever. Okay, here's a deep cut. Did you ever play sure. Dino Crisis? I don't know if that was meant to be a horror game, but it played like it wanted to be Resident Evil.
0: Dino Crisis. I don't think I... No, I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking like Turok, the dinosaur hunter or something. But like no. Dino Crisis, doesn't it like kind of play like Doom or something? Or am I still thinking of Turok?
1: No, it's... it. I want to say and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am, Mm -hmm. that it came out around the same time as Resident Evil 2. So like we're looking at the same kind of graphics, you're like survival horror genre, and it instead of zombies, it was just dinosaurs. So it combined Resident Evil with Jurassic Park, and you were this hot redheaded woman i don't know what her role in this dinosaur crisis was but she was just badass and shooting dinosaurs and it it was fun but no um no resident evil
0: i know i'm trying to think off the top of my head it's like oh yeah maybe we should do like what horror video because there's plenty of horror video game movies right it's just none of them i feel like talking about to any extent right um whether it's like the i think it's pronounced uve bowl uh movies like you know alone in the dark and and there's a few Mm. other ones and then um we could do a whole episode
1: i think we could do a whole episode on all of them because yeah collectively they're all so disappointing and yet i've seen i want to say i've seen every single movie that's based off of horror video game because i just i have that like tiny shred of hope that maybe just maybe somebody will do it right
0: and you're right continue and and yet we are continually disappointed
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but gosh you know well (laughs) one day we'll see we'll we'll talk it through um now, here I was trying to find, like, some cute way to segue into the movie we're talking about today, but I can't think of one, so I'm not going to. We're talking about the 2015 film by Karen Kusama, The Invitation. Not to be confused with the 22, 2022 movie, The Invitation, which also has a dinner party, but the vampire yes. one. Not watching but that one. But that's
1: vampires. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's vampires. So I... uh if you watched the 2022 inv- invitation before watching this movie, that's okay. Just keep, keep listening. That's okay. I uh, mean, we're going to spoil everything, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe, no. maybe some of our commentary will also be relevant. I don't know. Maybe we'll find some intersection. We're like, oh yeah, that applies to both invitations. I don't know.
1: We, and a- we have some, we have some conflict there. I say the total opposite. Don't keep listening watch the invitation the correct 2015 invitation and then come back because spoilers are not going to make this movie fun like that it's all about the tension
0: i agree and you know and i actually appreciate you bring that up because i um uh watching this multiple times after watching it the first time i don't want to say diminishing returns because that's not true i think there the movie was you know there when i saw it for the first time with nothing spoiled for me that was definitely its own experience watching Mm -hmm. it each subsequent time it's still been not you know when it's like watching like you know like the sixth sense it's like when you know you know i mean it's like you have that first watch where you you know everything's surprised and you're just there for the ride and it's great and then you watch it again with a little bit more like huh can i Are are the pieces being kind of laid out in front of me? Like, where am I, you know, Mm -hmm. are there little hints and stuff that, Mm -hmm. like, I pick up on subsequent watches, you know? But um, so, yeah, sure. Probably the more beneficial route would be to follow Natalie's advice. Go ahead and do that.
1: So so you're saying that I'm right. I just want to get that on record. And... (laughs)
0: It's a yes and I think that you are yes. right, but you're you're right and, and. Um, throw caution to the wind. Fuck it, stick around. It's <laughs> great to have you here. So, <laughs> but um, I love so, that. So yeah. So 2015. Um, this, you know, I watched this on. I think it was when It was probably on Netflix. It got a pretty, you know, very limited release.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: didn't see it when it was in the theaters or anything. So I remember watching it on streaming. It could have been on one of our movie nights, or maybe I watched it with uh, with my wife. I can't remember.
1: I do recall watching this together, but I think that there's a possibility we had both already seen it previously, mm-hmm. but because we both enjoyed it so much and it had been a while since we'd seen it, we were, we were like, "This is this is on Netflix. Let's watch it
0: the director karen kusama are you familiar with any of she her? she has another work?
1: she has another movie on her list that i am a fan of and i don't remember what it was off the top of my head
0: there's one big one
1: jennifer's body that's is it. one of them yeah i love that's jennifer's the- body
0: so I was not familiar with Karen Kusama, um, but yeah, I mean, like, gosh, like that's, that's a movie like Jennifer's body. I'd love to talk about that one. That's a really fun. one. Yeah, movie.
1: I agree. I think we could visit that one. I haven't watched it in such a long time. And I think it's a perfect example of a movie that didn't get enough credit when it came out and it's... people took it a little too literally. And then if you actually, if you actually like pay attention to what's going on in that movie, it's actually a lot. It's fun and it's deeper than you think it is.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I definitely agree. I, and I just remember the acting being really good in it. It's, um, mm-hmm. and uh, dang, I forgot my thought, but. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like this movie. It's, you know, kind of cult adjacent, right. As far yeah. as like, you know, you're, you're, you're sacrificing, you know, poor Megan Fox you know for what they wanted to be like a good rock band and they don't want is that why they did this why did they sacrifice I, megan fox you know woods? what
1: i don't remember what their reasoning for they're a band
0: sacrificing it was, it was like,
1: her was yeah so this is this is the second movie in a row that we're talking about that was a little bit more under the radar with mm-hmm. more limited release going on um and continuing our theme of dinner parties
0: i even though i was not as favorable towards would you rather as i I think i was originally when i watched it you know i did speak to great lengths about you know our love for dinner party movies you know Mm -hmm. and especially that subgenre of horror movies and I'm like, let's fucking go for it. Let's just cover a few of them. There's going to be a few. There's definitely going to be plenty more that we're going to be covering in the future, of course. But, um, you know, I thought it'd be fun just to kind of continue that role. There is definitely a prominent dinner featured in this movie. And also there's a game. Yep, a dumb one. But it's a game, it seems to have yes. no rules and make no sense. But I w- watching that again, I forgot about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess there's a game in this too. Cause I also love games, like a, you know, some sort of a spooky haunted house movie, you know, revolving around some sort of game.
1: I remembered the game, but I wasn't sure if it qualified because it's such a brief moment. And like you said, it has no real rules it feels very made up like you could make that game up in a minute and just say this is this is what we're doing everybody you've drank enough to make this a a real game
0: right the um the cast i it's it's kind of a mix of people that i did not know um you know you've Mm -hmm. got your we agree is a weird different dimension version of Tom Hardy and Logan Marshall green. It's in the eyes. That's where I see it. It's in the eyes.
1: I couldn't figure out where I knew him from. I had to dig into his IMDb pretty deep. Mm -hmm. He's been in a lot, but what I recognized him from was devil. Did you watch that movie? Takes place mostly in an elevator
0: in an elevator. No, but Mm -hmm. I remember the, I remember the, um, it's like produced by M. Night Shyamalan, right? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think I, I just remember that trailer a lot. And just like, yeah, mostly people in an elevator. One of them's the devil, right? Is it him? You can spoil it for me.
1: No, it's not him.
0: Okay. Well, all right. He's, have to find out. he's
1: a mechanic. So I don't even know that he actually has that much time in the movie, but I, do, I did enjoy that movie. Yeah, I... T- no no he's an airplane mechanic that's like some like being like is there a oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've got i'm sorry yeah you know and then a lot of people that you know like just a mix of like people that have just been you know tv movies um you have Mm -hmm. probably the net the the only other person i recognized outside of my designated industry legends are um Oh geez, I'm not. I'm gonna fuck up his name, but it's like it looks like it's Michael, but it's like Michele, Mich- Michelle, almost like M I C H I E L.
1: I have um, no idea who plays David. His name, yeah.
0: I knew him from he's the oldest brother in the first season of Haunting of Hill House. yes Um, which he was great in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's that episode with um, like when they're in the funeral parlor you know Mm -hmm. at the sister's house and like you know they just do like the whole episode takes place there um i'll have to find out what episode it is and so i could reference this better but he has like all like the all-time award for best reaction to a ghost that i've ever seen and it's like when he's like by himself and he like kind of like turns around and then he sees like dead sister or something just like standing up out and then he just like he just doesn't he's like doesn't even pause to look he just continues turning and just goes like it just takes it just finishes <laughs> his drink but like i can't even i don't even sell it well enough but like i i thought that was hilarious but so i know him that's great and then i don't know is there anybody else you recognize in this movie yes actually
1: i and i again had to dig into imdb as well i did recognize john carroll lynch
0: that was gonna be my industry legend He's yeah
1: like he i recognized him and i was i thought to myself i was like i've seen him in so many things and yet i can't think of one and then as i was going through his imdb He's in quite a few things that I've seen. He's played a lot of sheriffs and cops and prison guards. Like that's his like, because he's a big guy. Like he's got to be tall.
0: The main thing I remember growing up was um, the Drew Carey show where he plays um, Drew Carey's brother. Um, Yes. That one I had to dig deep for in my memory. um, He was also in Zodiac the david fincher zodiac mm-hmm. movie where he plays like he like they they insinuate like he is the zodiac killer mm-hmm. um and that and he's, he's
1: just i remembered him from shutter island as well
0: right right oh he's Both also movies, in gothica
1: as a sheriff
0: hell yeah oh gosh gothica that's fun so yeah i mean yeah so yeah,
1: so yeah so he goes on your industry legend list
0: Yes. I love John Carroll Lynch. Um, he is in a lot of stuff. And then also industry legend Toby Huss um, popping it. up as Dr. Joseph um, only showing up via laptop um, mm-hmm. in some sort of California backyard somewhere, central California looking backyard somewhere um, Yeah, in... who is known for a few different things. I mean, I feel like most recently he, he was in the first of the use the 2018 Halloween, um, yeah. where he was uh, Judy Greer's husband who gets his skull kind of mashed in um, via thumb, and then he was in a really really kick ass um, but short lived HBO show called Carnival in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably for people our age, he's most known for playing Artie, the strongest man in the world on the adventures of Pete and Pete. That's where I knew him first. Um, so that's enough. I want to say, if if that doesn't qualify you for industry legend status, I don't really know what does. So like I understand that I throw that term out a lot, but hey, you know, if the shoe fits, right?
1: I think Pete and Pete counts. He has he just has a very long list of just so many television shows and movies that he's been in and he's always fantastic in everything. So even though we only get a little, a little taste of, of Toby in this, uh, it's on the, the world's clearest crispest video you've ever seen on a laptop screen.
0: (laughs) I know. No kidding. I, um, (laughs) he also, uh, you know, he's done a lot of voice work, but I probably more prominently for, um, for uh, King of the Hill um where mm-hmm. he plays uh, cotton hill um as, where, as well as the neighbor Khan, which is a little problematic just because uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like the um yeah. hank azaria apu situation where you're like eh. yeah i know they were talking about rebooting king of the hill and i thought about that and i was like oh, that'd be a good one to recast you know yeah um with an actual with the laotian actor right instead mm-hmm. of Topeka. so but hey industry legend still but we can grow but yeah, the 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 cast is is great here. I mean, I think actually the cast is great except for maybe one or two. But I think
1: Ooh, I'm curious to see who you single out.
0: Ben. Definitely Ben. But I also Please. see that he's he, ha- he has the fewest credits of anybody in the cast. And you know what? not to not dish on that guy. He plays like that kind of kind of goofy pal friend kind of thing, but <sighs> I think the way, some of the lines are a little stilted, that's all. He
1: he probably, they probably could have chosen someone stronger for that role because he actually goes through, like, quite a range of emotions compared to a lot of the other characters because he has that, (laughs) like, altercation with Eden in the kitchen. And then he also, you know, he gets really excited for the game and, like, he's, like, he goes through, like, every single emotion that's possible. It, like, besides him i don't think that any of the other side characters experience that they're all kind of a little bit more one note a little easier
0: my uh, my extensive research into the wikipedia page here um now when the movie was announced a few years prior to it coming out um they had some pretty well-known names attached to mm. this um luke wilson
1: interesting
0: zach zachary quinto mm-hmm. Topher Grace, wow, and uh, Johnny Galecki as well. Who most people probably know from what's that fucking? I keep wanting to say Third Rock from the Sun. What's the name of that other? Uh, um, what's that show? I know what you're. But
1: now, now I don't have it because you you have it at the tip of your tongue, and now it's gone for me.
0: Right, I know. Like the Bare Naked Ladies do the theme for it. I don't know why I know that, but fuck. <laughs> please it's because it's i did not watch that show so i don't know but i know johnny galecki from roseanne and i know what you did last summer um as well as like that weird remake of rings big ring big bang theory thank you i know i'm sure people are listening to this just screaming it
1: yes i'm not, not gonna look it up. <laughs> i'm going to get it out of this memory bank
0: third rock from the sun that's the one also a pretty fun show um but yes so i uh I mean geez i like that yeah i mean i think i would have loved to like i think everybody in this movie is really good you know even ben who am i kidding come on he's fun but i, I think did. with that cast that would have been really fun too with those four
1: mm-hmm. yeah it
0: doesn't I say agree. who would play who they but lost
1: all, they lost all of them apparently
0: yeah um so the other thing too about this movie is you know so this movie is about a cult um mm-hmm. and and they're pretty pretty clear about that pretty early on you know yeah. uh you know like when the weirdness kind of sets in and they call it out being like oh bro this is a fucking cult you're trying to show me a cult video but um the thing that's so interesting is you know we both grew up and you still live in in southern california um, where this movie takes place, you know, in, in, you know, in, in Los Angeles. um, I mean, uh, cults, like, it was just kind of normal as a kid growing up, you know, I think there were a number of, I mean, famous cults, especially, yeah, I mean, like, I know that there's like, ah, geez, of course, I'm not gonna remember the names of any of them. But like, you know, there was the one like, up kind of in between us in Oregon and you know there's like Waco out in Texas you know as far as like the the, the, you know the big ones that like had that Mm -hmm. a lot of that notoriety or infamy or whatever but then you know I think of like you know obviously like you know the Manson cult and then you have Mm -hmm. um, San Diego you know like I mean uh, Heaven's Gate that was a really big deal in the 90s and that's just you know that's not that's just up the 15 freeway from you right because yeah. i think that was like in like rancho penasquitos or poway or something like that one of the like one of where and all those little tiny kind of mansions are
1: yeah i i actually really like that whether or not they're in a cult isn't the mystery of the movie it's right like how dark is is it going to go at this dinner party And that helps to build the tension. So, you know, once that's already introduced, what I think is interesting, I, David even brings it up. He says, he mentions, I think he mentions the fact that they live in LA. He says like, we live in LA, we're smart people. And like, is, is giving credit to the cult through like, their credibility as like California residents and having like he was a, a record you know a he worked for a record label and things like that, um, but, but I I love reading about cults. I don't know I don't know about you.
0: <laughs> okay. This is um you know anecdotal you know so I got we'll we'll run this up to the research team to verify. But that's kind of the thing is that you know especially because they were so kind of regular. Growing up, and what I mean by that is not like, you know, necessarily things like you know something like Heaven's Gate going on all the time. But I mm-hmm. remember there was a you know there's a a restaurant um, off Adams Ave. You know, a couple blocks from where I lived in San Diego, where the restaurant was was owned by you know a cult that you know, lived out kind of in the in the hills, and then also um, there is a uh, there's a spot in San Marcos um, a restaurant that is also, you know, connected. It's like, you know, a cult is a, you know, everyone's interpretation of what that is is a a, little different.
1: It's a really big umbrella that can fit many different things. What makes California, in my opinion, what makes California a susceptible place for things like cults is it's a lot of transplants and there's, A longing and sense for community and belonging and if you're in a position where you're lonely or you don't have friends family whatever it may be or like this particular cult preys on people who have experienced extreme grief and are going through something extremely traumatic and they should be going to therapy seeking help and he found of course, he found Eden in a support group, which I thought was interesting, because I almost feel as though they, he wasn't at that support group to actually get support, but probably to find people who would be a, a good fit for this cult. And it's called yeah. The Invitation, so I'm assuming that that's implying that you're recruiting people and extending an invitation into this group to them
0: well jesus i mean well the invitation into the group is only going to last a couple hours because
1: well it seems as though there's a difference between okay this is how this is how i'm interpreting the dinner invitation versus the invitation into the cult so you've got Mm -hmm. eden and david they're viewing themselves as chosen ones he refers to themselves as being chosen um, towards the end of the film and it seems as though those are the people that are chosen to then choose like they get to go to this better place and go back to their lost family loved ones whoever they're they're grieving for and they get to take them their friends and family that they choose with them. So if I was chosen and I had been in this cult and I'm completely brainwashed, you would then receive an invitation as one Aww, of my best friends thanks. to my dinner party in which I would murder you.
0: Oh, I appreciate you. Well, I mean, right? that's yeah. already blushing a little bit. Look Thank at you.
1: that. See, yeah. that's how special you are. But that's how, So, so they're not invited into the cult. Like they don't need to actually buy into it they just need to be there and i think part of them showing the video and explaining to them that you don't have to experience pain and dying isn't scary is a way to make themselves feel better about what they're about to do to that group of people
0: right yeah that checks out that makes sense i um gosh poor david doesn't have any friends i guess he does invite (laughs) He's, he's like, I guess he invites fucking John Carolyns and yeah, <laughs> and Sadie, Pruitt and Sadie, um, Two <laughs> both of the creepiest people to
1: have ever existed. <laughs> like, I know they make me so uncomfortable every time they're in the room, both of them for completely different reasons.
0: Uh, it's like already enough when you have like. A reconvening of old friends, and then someone just invites like two random ass women people, and they're just like, yeah. Come on, what's this? I've- and then already just exasperated by the fact that, you know, fucking this one lady's going all over the place, like currently, you know, or we're clearly high off something. And then mm-hmm. John Carroll was just like, Just, just, oh my God, that, that speech about killing his wife and is, is just so much for me. And it's, you know, I mean, it's good. It's captivating. I'm like, Oh my God, this dude is all over the place. And just all the, all the stuff that's going on behind his eyes as he's like telling this story again, industry legend, JCL.
1: Imagine, imagine being in that room and hearing this story because in your mind, or at least the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh man, He lost his wife to cancer or a terrible, tragic car accident, something of that nature. But no, he accidentally, I'm saying that in that tone because he still struck her. So intended to hurt her and killed her.
0: You sound like you're defending him in court right now. I'm like, that's he, no, he straight up murdered her. No, I'm Murdered not defending her.
1: him. What I'm what I'm saying is from like the way that he describes it, like he is not describing this as murder. And that would only make me a hundred times more uncomfortable. The way that he tells the story is so perfect. I would be like, who the fuck is this man? Why is he here? Like so many red flags. There's so many red flags in this movie, and Will is the only one who is noticing any of them.
0: And and Poor Claire.
1: Yeah. Right? Is that, yeah. Yeah. She we'll, got, we'll she, get. she, yeah. Uh, so, we, can, we can go back to Claire because I'm very curious. Um, one thing that I did want to say about this movie, I think this might have our, like, the highest Rotten Tomatoes score of any of the movies that we've talked about so far.
0: We, that was one thing that, you know, I don't know if we made clear enough in the beginning, you know, in the beginning episodes, but generally the movies we pick. You know what? You know, just society. Society's lagging; hasn't really caught up to the genius of some of these movies. I give *Urban Legend* four booze, and you know the general movie watching consensus hard disagrees with me. You know, but this one, um, I'm glad you brought that up because this is the first. No, no, never mind. Uh, *Would You Rather* did get a positive Rotten Tomatoes score, but this is one that like actually like is deemed like a good movie.
1: It, it has an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is really great. And then a 69% audience score. And one of the things that I do think is interesting, depending on what you're looking at, whether it be IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Wikipedia, it fits into different genres on almost all of them. So uh, like on Rotten Tomatoes, it lists it as a mystery thriller drama. Doesn't even have horror in there, which I disagree. But on IMDb, it does have it listed as horror.
0: It's debatable. I could I could see. I think this leans more into thriller than, say, Would You Rather does. (laughs) Would You Rather is just just the violence, you know, definitely. Even though it's a pretty violent movie, but yeah, I mean, just. Yeah, gosh, it's funny that you bring up the red flags because at first I was thinking like, oh yeah, you know, it'd be fun to kind of go through this movie and talk through like when y- when each of us would be like, nope, nope, absolutely, we're getting the fuck out of there. But I've got a in feeling. My notes. Okay, because I'm going to say it's I in have- my notes. <sighs> well, so let's maybe talk through, <laughs> and let's, we'll see where I jump off. Let's point start with is. the
1: first. Can we start with the first red flag? It's at the immediate beginning of the movie, and it's that heavy fancy dinner party invitation never in my life i've never even been invited to a wedding that had that lovely invitation no offense to anyone's weddings that i've been to who are listening but it, mm, looked like nice it
0: invitations looked
1: like, <laughs> it looked like they were like leather bound it was so extravagant i i feel like everyone was underdressed for how that invitation looked
0: right because well i mean i guess you know i mean for um for what's her name eden mm-hmm. for eden and david like they know this is our last party so let's yeah let's let's for go no let's let's we put all our budget into those invitations we'd have butterflies and, flying
1: um, out of the invitations oh
0: yeah and so I guess to everybody else, I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. The other thing too is, you know, they make such a big deal about how it's been, you know, so long since everyone's seen each other, but yeah. maybe it's just because I'm old and I I keep I have a very close group of friends that I'll see often, you're on that list. Two years, I'm like, eh, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that I care about that I haven't seen in two years. There's a lot of people I care about I haven't seen since my wedding. That was five years ago. So I'm kind of like, everyone makes it seem like this is like this super long time, like a decade since you've seen each other. But I don't know. I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes you miss a text. Sometimes things get life gets in the way. Next thing you know, it's a few years later and you haven't seen somebody. But I don't know.
1: Well. Walt, I, I completely agree with what you just said. I'll I'll start by saying that. But while I agree with you, it seems as though all of them still live very cl- in close proximity. So there's that. Yeah. And it is Los Angeles, were, though. Yeah. But if they were all I know it takes like 45 minutes to get anywhere at minimum. But if they we're close enough friends that like people who don't have children were at a children, like a child's birthday party. Like those friends are hanging out regularly. That's right. I, I'm not inviting people who don't have children to my child's birthday party. I'm not going to put them through that. Like those are close fucking friends. So I, I feel like two years would be a long time for them but to not have spoken seen each other cuz you know Gina implies that they you know hadn't reached out to Will in those 2 years so it, yeah it it's um it's an interesting it would be very strange to receive like a formal dinner party invitation from someone who used to be such a close friend you were with them all the time and then all of a sudden two years is like this really huge gap of time for all of you
0: you know as far as red flags the first red flag i thought you were going to mention just like in general the movie i uh a red flag in the movie itself but um dang you know i uh, I, I tried to make it very clear in the beginning how i feel about dog deaths in movies and coyotes coyote. count coyotes count i think okay I and sure. <laughs> but then i go ahead and i'm like glowing about urban legend and then (laughs) i i i I rate this movie very highly and but i'm like i forgot i was like fuck i forgot it's a fucking coyote and there isn't a um there's you could you could take that out entirely i don't think it has it's necessarily needed it doesn't have the same yeah i don't know i don't think it has the same kind of impact
1: they want it to have an impact that I don't think is caught. My interpretation is seeing will Mercy kill the coyote has some sort of symbolism that I did not catch on to. That is is my my theory that has no no reasoning to it. But I do agree that you could take it out.
0: Yeah, like I thought there was gonna be a more like, you know more kind of like one-to-one kind of line drawn between you know as you know eden's dying and he she asks to you know be taken outside or whatever like i like i wasn't sure if there's like mercy you know but like it's in a different way you know like maybe that coyote was like if that coyote could talk maybe it was like take me over to the creek you know down the down the road let (laughs) me you know uh, what are you doing with that tire iron (laughs) You know? yeah so like,
1: nope not for you
0: so that's so that's where i'm just again that's what i'm confused by that part and i wonder that is what-
1: <laughs> i wonder if there's some alternate cut where he does mercy kill eden because she's in pain and dying and he kills her rather than bringing her to that spot and letting her die there maybe i
0: feel like i feel like it would be i mean i guess like a more kind of cleaner easier like oh i see mm-hmm. what they're doing there kind of thing but i don't I know agree. so it's
1: That's unnecessary
0: but so good on kira by the way for being you know just really a real mvp of a girlfriend and she good is, on her if she left she him like right after MVP. this movie i would be like that makes perfect sense Go for it. Oh,
1: I'm leaving him in that situation. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like he she was already taking on a lot. There's oh, yeah. obviously he's still going through a lot, he still has a lot of pain, a lot of grieving. Um, and she just rolls with the punches throughout this entire awkward dinner party. And I her inclusion in the group is so great because it's a nice easy way to get everybody's names out right off the bat so you get to meet everyone because they're right. introducing themselves to Kira and yeah she's great she she handles this pretty well but she definitely the only thing she does wrong in the girlfriend role is if my significant other was telling me that they were feeling weird and that something wasn't right and like noticing all these red flags even if I didn't believe it i'd say you know what let's just go this is awkward let's just get the fuck out of here
0: yeah i don't want to be at your fucking ex-wife's house anyway no. yeah you give me you she, give me she's just any making reason moon eyes at you yeah like, if you give me any reason that you want to go i'm like yeah let's get the fuck out of here let's go yeah let's go catch a movie over at the uh yeah. let's go to the, let's go to universal studios let's, when she uh... <laughs>
1: licks when eden licks her thumb and wipes the blood off of will's cheek and then immediately introduces herself to kira i'd be like you don't have any fucking napkins in this beautiful large house i don't think so yeah (laughs) like no absolutely not
0: and that's what i'm talking about in terms of like red flags it's like well you know it's like i think you and i would be you and i would not be at that house to begin with
1: no no
0: it's not like so
1: many strange circumstances
0: so many. And like, and it's hard. It's like, I get it. It's like, ah, you know, it's the, you know, it's like when you have, when you have the shared kid, that's what makes it, that makes, makes it hard. But yeah. There,
1: I, that's such an unusual thing because, you know, having a child with someone makes you forever tethered to that person in one way or another, whether they're involved in, in the child's life or not, the child passes away or not like you're you're tethered to that person in an emotional capacity and, and not we're not, not talking about
0: tethered and just to be clear we're not talking about being tethered like an insidious but or maybe no.
1: <laughs> just to be clear not that type of tethered
0: <laughs> okay um, but but
1: yeah like i feel for for will and eden even in through all of that, like, skipping way too far through the movie, through all of that when he does bring her to that spot where their son passed away,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: cry every time I watch this movie. It it makes me cry because I feel for him having that sympathy for her because he is the only person who knows the pain that she's going through. And he's like, this drove you to do this. And he... I think that's where his, his mercy is, is that he's like forgiving her for, for that and bringing her to that spot because he knows like, obviously she's talking all that shit. Like she's not in pain and all of her actions are speaking otherwise. So yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that point, but it makes me cry every time.
0: Will's much nicer than I am. I remember just watching that movie. I'd be like, no, give, give her fucking nothing when you know yeah, when she's like saying i'm sorry i'd be like fucking no you're not no you're yeah, not just go ahead and, and die
1: he's nicer <laughs> I than asshole. i am no i i absolutely agree you I killed think all our friends like that you killed all of our best friends that we've known yeah. for however many years like there's no there's no excuse for that like yeah he, no we're good and I, I maybe that's where that mercy kill of the coyote comes in i mean he didn't have to you know it, it was pretty rough but um yeah
0: i would say he did mercy kill the coyote but then has the option to mercy kill her and chooses not to and say you know fuck you and just walk off it's like kind of um i was gonna make that com- no never mind don't worry about it i'll edit that part out <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe not. I don't know,
1: but um, maybe not. Just so you meet you meet everybody in in this group with the exception of Sadie, who's just in and the Troy. back room. And Troy. Well, they they make a fucking a Troy. They make a point to make sure that you know that Troy's not there the whole entire movie, which I love. Troy C H O I. Troy. Oh, it is. The... Yeah. Dude, I feel like they're all saying Troy so hard. Common name. I, think it's, I, think it's,
0: I think it's, I think it's, I
1: think it's Troy. Let me. I need to double check because I. Yeah.
0: yeah, I got it right here.
1: Holy shit. This whole time. Well, their pronunciation is terrible. Um, Yeah. So you meet everyone in the room except for Sadie, who's just creeping in in the bedroom with no pants. Like that's, that's full full frontal that's happening there as a silhouette
0: i'd be like if you cut out all the other weird stuff and you just want to walk around without pants on like "Eh, you know that's okay i guess but yeah just, just stop with all the other weird stuff you know
1: yeah yeah she is she's my least favorite person in this movie, and not because like I like she adds so much like interest and weirdness and uncomfortability to the movie, but because if I was in that situation, I'd be watching that girl like a hawk. There's no trust there. She is clearly unstable. There's a lot. Especially she's on. walking.
0: Especially she's walking around without pants on. Yeah. I wonder if that was. I mean, I think it would have been funnier if she went the whole movie or without pants on, because <laughs> just to see how much crazy. They're willing to, yeah. put up with to be like eh, whatever. She's walking around. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's just, really pushing it. She's really pushing it.
0: How many of the horn dogs in the group would just be like, "Oh, come on, let her be a little weird. It's fine." Yeah,
1: let her let her not wear pants. You're being let's go anti- to the pool.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Yeah, gosh. So, so the whole group, right? So you see me and everybody, um, and then everyone's doing their, you know, there's just kind of check-ins. Hey, how you been? It feels, I mean, there were other kids there at that birthday party, right? Like, where
1: ben did any of those kids. other
0: kids? Ben has two kids, right? But nobody else mm-hmm. says they have kids. And even if that's the case, I wonder why they didn't bring the kids, too. Don't you think... Uh, The dead kid would want friends. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, no, there are other kids there, but they all—not all of them—have children. So I'm assuming that there are other parents there that are friends who are not in this group.
0: Yeah. The and you know everyone's introducing themselves to each other. You know, Choi's running a little late. Um, Very. You've got. uh, You know, they talk about you know the phone lines being out but you see david on the phone right before john Carroll lynch shows up Mm. um and then you start noticing things like you know he's locking the door and he you know the Mm -hmm. bars on the windows and you know he kind of he kind of talks it through you know talks it away like it's you know ah you know some break-ins in the neighborhood um there's
1: no reason why your door should lock from the inside Right. Am I wrong in thinking that? Like, like lock, like with a key from the inside.
0: Right. Well, and that's, and that, that would be my clearly, thing.
1: I'd be like, it, especially like yeah. it, they, they made it, I, I like that they made a point that will notice that and wasn't okay with it because my first thought would have been, oh, they had a young child. And they didn't want him to be able to like run out into like off to the hill or something. So maybe they had a key lock from the inside, but clearly they're not watching him anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> so, well,
0: I'm like, yeah, clearly that, 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 well, they didn't <laughs> have to test that theory. Um.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So David, David's locking this door, all of those things again, like major red flags, I I feel like I would even go at him even more than Will did when he says that there was there was a break in, you know, in the neighborhood. And he, you know, he says, I didn't hear about it. Like, it, that doesn't matter who locks the, their door from the inside with a key.
0: Yeah, like fucking, you know, like, I don't know, like, what's his face and uh, Wadsworth and Clue. Yeah. Right. Um, so. Will's already noticing some of these things, but then also at the same time, like is, you know, walking through the house, uh, reliving some, some memories, some good, you know, and some mm-hmm. not, you know, Uh, you know, trigger warning. There is that, that there's a scene of, of an attempted suicide.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Just to show that just Which how is much
1: really brutal. It's really brutal. That like, it's a short, it's a very short moment. Like it's a quick moment, but Boy, is it impactful. And it tells you so much about Eden's character, like in a moment and Will's character, like in the dynamic of their relationship, both before and after child loss.
0: Well, and that's like the other, you know, what, what would have been a real like red flag for me is just like kind of all this talk about like, no, you know, especially what she, she talks like she's like on something too. Everything's so whispery, oh, yeah. you know, and yeah. um, talking about he points how... that.
1: He points that out too.
0: Yeah. There's a way to just make all pain go away. You just don't even you just float through life and don't even have to worry. And it's just like
1: I'd say, I mean, I'd say is it drugs? Is that what like I would right. think she's just talking about drugs, like with the way that she's acting, because they make it a point that it's not just Will who notices how strange she's acting, it's the entire group.
0: Right. And you know, I'm not here to tell someone how to process through trauma. Um I mean, I think I would make a, a a nice, healthy suggestion to not murder all your friends, um, but it's
1: we're not so, we're not doctors, <laughs> so.
0: And then you have David just being kind of a tool, you know, just. I did think it's funny that Eden must have a type. I feel like those, those guys like look alike too, just kind of like the shaggier like, brunette with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I feel like there was, I was like, Oh, I just put my notes. I'm like, Oh, she is a type, you know, that's mm-hmm.
1: okay. Also, I need to just throw it out there that will, when he was happily married with child clean shaven, was not working for me. That messy beard, the long hair looking a little disheveled, much better, much, much better. The huge improvement for him.
0: The, uh, the, what would what they call it like the dirty dish rag?
1: Yeah, beard or whatever. absolutely. absolutely. Let's, uh, let's keep that. The, um, when she starts talking about pain being optional, they're already starting to like introduce that cult dynamic. I love that she. we in Mexico. That yeah, I love that yeah. she just slaps Ben right in the face um, in the kitchen.
0: Well, Ben's a real dickhead. I mean, he's like, he cause is, like even yeah. like after she leaves, he's like, you know, you only need to learn to just, you know, like, you got to just let it go. And I'm like, bro, if anyone, you're the only one that we know in this entire house that also has kids, like yeah. you, you would think, right? But like, that's why I'm just like, dude, Ben's just, Ben's just a fucking asshole. <laughs>
1: You know? yeah he's all over the place
0: and um he, he
1: might be my least favorite of the of the friend group
0: and i was trying to you know when, when i was first talking about how how saying all oh, the acting is good maybe except for him maybe no maybe the acting is really good because i i really do think that dude fucking sucks and he yeah but i, I, do, I still think some of that like line delivery is a little stilted you know but um mm-hmm. he he's a comedian this person so i'll still look oh, at
1: interesting but
0: um oh, sure go ahead
1: do you feel that so we know these are friends who haven't seen each other in two years but they're all very close and you're mm-hmm. watching them like kind of dip in and out of conversations and pull each other into different rooms and start conversations do you feel that 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 the way that they conversate is realistic. That's probably my only... I think that's the only thing that kind of bothers me about the movie is their conversations feel... I don't know. They just feel so strange. Like the fact... I think Gina says... I can't believe you didn't tell us about the coyote immediately upon entering. And it's like, well, you haven't seen me in two years. So I'm probably going to say like, hi, how are you? Like get a temperature yeah, check not- on your life before I just say like, oh man, I had to mercy kill a coyote on the side of the road. Can you believe that? Like it, I don't know not- that. Yeah. That felt <laughs> a little bit weird to me. And it's not like the way that they're acting it out. Just some of the things um, like Claire pulls, Will to the stairs and just says, Ask me a question. And that felt super weird. But
0: I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I think is like very weird and off putting in the way that they interact anyway. And there's something that, you know, I think a really big asterisk you could put on a lot of things in this movie is that people will watch this movie and think this isn't believable and even just like the way like these people interact with each other but i do think that a lot of this movie is distinctly la and people in la like i don't know i believe like like just the weird
1: (laughs) a little (laughs) bit more a little bit more believable
0: i think so too i think it's I, i can't put my finger on it i we would need to You know, and I think most people that live in L.A. could watch that movie and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's how, (laughs) you know, I think that's how friend groups in their 30s, you know, kind of operate. Yeah,
1: it it doesn't take me out of it at all. It was just this specific watch that I felt there were um, like there was no need for them to act strange because you're trying to hone in on like how odd the actual red flags are like going and at no point do i think that any one of the front group has any idea of what's actually going on other than will
0: so you know they're talking about they keep alluding to their time in mexico um eden david and sadie and um they're like what is this thing y'all have been doing? Like, what, like, you know, like the questions start coming up because they keep kind of softly introducing it, like, really early on, too. That's why I'm thinking, like, you know, the cult thing isn't necessarily yeah. like a, a shock or surprise to anybody, but, um, they it's almost kind of one of these, you know, it's like, what are y'all talking about? You keep bringing this up, and then they're like, oh. Oh, you want to see, a, Oh, so, so you want to see a video? Yeah. Let me grab the video and show you. And everyone's yeah. like, we did not say that.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. no interest. And
0: you keep bringing they're this all, up.
1: Yeah. They're all like super suspicious right off the bat. They're like, is this a recruitment video? What are we about to watch? And of course, as soon as it starts, you're like, Oh yeah, this is totally a recruitment video. Like Toby has you've never in uh, the circle.
0: You've never been to a party where like it gets to that one point in the evening where like, someone's like, Oh my God, I got to show you this YouTube video. And then we just, someone just wants (laughs) to sit and show YouTube videos to everybody. Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm like, so that's again, believable. I'm like, sure, y'all want to show me your weird video on your laptop. Okay, let's all sit and watch your laptop. Y'all don't yes. have like a TV or like something a little nicer to put I that on. Know. I'm like, if I... you're going to sell this to people, you I... like, let's let's get me comfortable. Let's like really like put me in the, you have the theater room upstairs. Where... Yeah,
1: that would have been a perfect <laughs> setting for that. Absolutely. That's so yeah. funny that you say that because there's that big, beautiful house. It has a home theater. And I never thought to myself, they should be watching this on a laptop.
0: Yeah, why are they all sitting around watching it like on your like shitty little fucking MacBook speakers? Like, what's going on? <laughs> maybe maybe
1: it's because they wanted to make sure that they um kind of like sneak attacked them with, with this video. Like if they would have tried to get them to go to the home theater, they'd be like, oh no, like here it comes. We're gonna watch this recruitment video, whereas the um the laptop just kind of comes out of nowhere. Just pop that. Pop that puppy right on that table.
0: You just get a USB, um, you just or you just get an HDMI cable, and just plug it in the TV upstairs, and be like, oh, here, well, let me show you up here. So, so, we all don't have to, you know, whatever. You, know, yeah. you just you can introduce that. I maybe yeah, I'd be better. I really. Into cult, so I, don't
1: know. I don't remember who it was in the group. Might have been Kira. Points out mm. pretty quickly that she's like that woman in the video did not look ill, and yeah she's like she looks like she could have been older than 30 and eden quickly says that it was cancer and i'm like that woman looked like she had a flu like she yeah she did not look she's right like she did not look ill at all and claire was just not she was not into it like
0: and does claire she- leave between the video and the game, or does she leave after the no, game? No,
1: she's, she's there for the beginning of the game. I actually think one of my favorite things that Will says, my, one of my favorite lines that he says in this movie, in the entire movie, I don't know why, it feels so genuine and real after the video is over. He says, I just don't understand why you'd show something like that at a dinner party, David.
0: Yeah, and I love it.
1: It was like, that... That felt so real to me. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Well, that is (laughs) thank you for like, just there's the elephant in the room. Like, why the fuck did we all just watch someone die together as a group? See, so the next time.
0: So the next time I bore people about the board games I'm playing, I I can be like, look, there's (laughs) there's 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 a a lot of awful hobbies that people try to show other people. (laughs) so you know on the spectrum it's not so bad um yeah so you know they played this video and i was like what the fuck and then you know they just do it's this so kind like, of talk away watch? kind of bullshit like oh yeah you know mm-hmm. see no one feels pain and blah 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 you know and then it transitions into um this very just off the cuff game it's like really the not I a want... game I it's just to. kind of and then even then you know you need to set boundaries and parameters for this kind of situation like i want i'm like well okay like
1: there you know, are I that's i think that's the best part there's no parameters and it because there's no parameters i like what um what is his name the one in the the blue shirt he says he wants a blow job mm-hmm. Miguel's partner tommy Tom. Tommy says he wants he wants a blowjob. I'm like skipping ahead, but after all the shit that they just went through, he says he wants a blowjob. And I would bet if that game continued, like he would have gotten his wish. He he didn't care who it was. But um
0: but fucking vibe killer, I, John Carroll Lynch.
1: Yes, literally. I as I was watching it, I feel this was a game to test what they would allow to happen and just kind of push them a little bit to see like how they could break through some boundaries. And obviously what three out of the four people who actually take a turn of this game are already part of the invitation. Gina just, she's like, give me some of that good Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> I was like, you, you have, you have a good time, Gina. Cause you're going to be the first to go. <laughs> dude, and then everyone's, yeah,
0: like dude, everyone just picks something fun. And then you've got, yeah, fucking Pruitt, who's then talks through <laughs> how he eats, just ruins the
1: vibe completely.
0: Just straight up murdered his wife. He said that he did seven years. Do you think seven years is enough time for killing your wife?
1: I mean, obviously, no. Yeah. As a wife, <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed. If if, uh, my husband murdered me and only had to serve seven years and then also was saying shit like, you know, there's no pain, there's no guilt. I'd be haunting him, literally haunting him every day of his damn miserable life.
0: Absolutely. In or out of prison. Good for him. Good for him that he doesn't have to feel guilt.
1: That's fun. Yeah, that must be nice (laughs) for him. Yeah, he, I will say though, him delivering that story and that like whole monologue is so great. It's, yeah. it really is a lot to hear. And I can't even imagine being in that room and being one of those guests and listening to that story and then continuing to have dinner with this person. That would be rough. You just, you just met this person. And obviously... Claire is
0: no thank you right on I'm board.
1: Out. So okay, so let's 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 take take a, a little pause there. Would you yeah. would you leave when Claire left? Or do you think you would still you'd still be in it?
0: Let let me well I'll i I'll sidestep the fact that I would have never gone to begin with to the, this fucking <laughs> that's house that's not an
1: option that's not an option
0: and yeah so it's if that's not an option for me i mean already just like the locking doors that would do it for me the bars on the windows and mm. then they show the video even before the video i sorry actually at the video is when i'd be like nope i'm out i'm good i don't i wouldn't want to stick around for that fucking game i'm good i would be, i want i, I want to leave <laughs> that's my game of i want <laughs> right and um So I guess Claire got her turn, right? So but I know I was watching it with uh, I was watching it with my wife and she's like, I'd like to think Claire made it out.
1: Oh, she definitely did not. Absolutely not. not.
0: When he steps back, steps back out of the car and then like, you know, hey, actually, hey, one more thing, you know. And and it's just
1: out of view, like just out of view where you can see the back of the Prius, but not the front. But the amount of time that it took Pruitt to get back into the house tells me that Claire is not alive. But before I saw the end of the movie and they started just shooting people willy nilly, I thought there might have been a chance that she got out of there since Choi wasn't even at the party yet. And they were just going with things as normal. He could have showed up so late that everybody could have been dead at the table.
0: I know that would be pretty funny. That would (laughs) have been
1: funny. Yeah, if they all died at the table, then he's like, he's like, I'm here.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: Some grand entrance and and everybody's just dead.
0: Yeah, I um yeah, I know. I put in the notes. Did Claire make it out? I hope she did, but she definitely didn't.
1: She definitely Um, did not. R.I.P. Claire.
0: So, you know, they get to yeah, you know, I think there's maybe some conversation before they shuffle over to the dinner scene, you know. And I know um,
1: very I important point... conversation. Between okay, them. so when when you get that, Will watching out the window, he's watching Claire leave, which I love because I think he's just the right amount of suspicious of everything that's happening. You have David, who cuts him off from watching what's going on and distracts him, which is perfect timing for that. But okay, this is this is a really fun question. And I hope I hope you're able to answer it. So David confronts him, right? And he basically is like, dude, what the fuck is going on? You've been suspicious of me the whole night. You've been suspicious of my friend. You're watching him out the window. And he like knowing full well that he is up to no good and they're going to murder everyone at the end of the night. Don't laugh at me. That is like, that's what gaslighting is. Right. I feel like I've never quite understood exactly what gaslighting is, but if that's not gaslighting, I honestly, I don't know what is. I think it's just,
0: yeah. You know, I think to to intentionally kind of like redivert, confuse somebody, you know, make them question what they're believing. Right. Um, and being like, no, I'm, 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 I'm the person you can trust, and like, also, not even has he only known Will has only known Pruitt for like what an hour at this point. He's also yeah. also only known David for like, has he ever met David before at this point? Like this new person that I'm unclear that, on. Yeah, so it's like that's why I'm like Will. I'm like I don't even know who the fuck you are, bro. I d- yeah. <laughs> so let's not even why do I need to trust you? So yeah. Yeah. it's definitely gaslighting.
1: Uh, okay, good. I'm glad that I, I'm glad glad that I solved that mystery.
0: I just think that, you know, and we talk about, you know, yeah, like different like points of exit. Like I think with, with especially the older I get um, with any social event I go to, I have like a plan A, plan B, plan C for, reasons to leave if i need to oh yeah
1: right yeah because
0: sometimes yeah it's like so i i I can pre-plan exits from any social event so i'll have already had like oh well okay let's can we still say we have this going on can we still say well i guess you wouldn't have a babysitter but maybe someone's dog sitting right that's why i love my dogs because it always gives me like ah you know
1: you've got a limit on hours that you can be out of the house yeah
0: they're gonna start they're gonna start chewing or peeing on something you know so it's always a good a good out i mean there's a lot of reasons i love my dogs but you know that's
1: (laughs) that's that's one of the top top three
0: yeah (laughs) um and then you know you have will who has is like you know where the fuck is Troy or where the fuck is Choi you know this and this and this I know we've skipped yeah. a couple of things it's like you know like Sadie tries to like hit on them and there's a few other oh you know, yeah well, those sorts and of things
1: when they first show them in the dining room there's this like beautiful overhead shot of the table and all of the food that they're about to eat I straight mm-hmm. up the first time I saw this movie that food is poisoned don't eat it they just they really they were really focusing on that food and every time somebody took a drink every time somebody took a bite of food I thought they were just going to drop dead on the table so I I like that they kind of toy with you in that way of showing you like all the the dinner and then there's the cake every time yeah. something new is introduced that people are consuming I'm like oh shit this is it this yeah. is it
0: that's why you uh, that's why you BYOB you know yeah, it's yeah. I'll be like, no, thank you. Bring I'll your just own fucking
1: birthday cake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> B-Y-O-B-C. Um, <laughs> and that's <laughs> me. I'll just be sipping on my own beers. I'll be fine. I, I'm, I'm good. Um, I actually
1: really like when Sadie um, hits on Will at the pool Because it's a perfect example of the type of person that she is in regards to this, like, fake confidence. She goes in and out of so many different ways of hitting on him. Like, she starts off just being like, like, why don't you fuck me right here by this pool? Which would work for most men, I think. Most most shitty men who would just not give a shit about their hot girlfriend inside would just be like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take her up on this offer so i don't think she planned that far ahead to get turned down on that one but then yeah. she starts getting real confident and you know like i could make you beg like i i could you know with just the sound of my voice without even touching you but then she's like you can hurt me then she gets like desperate and yeah yeah I, I just feel like she is just watching her go through that sequence of like, fuck me lines is painful. It's so painful. And Will's just not having any of it. He's like, you're fucking weird. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Not. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. and then from then on out, she's just screaming <laughs> So yeah, for the rest of the movie. So I'm like, that's.
1: So he, maybe he should have fucked her by the pool. But um he
0: uh Yeah, then, you then
1: know,
0: Choi is it's like <laughs> Dude, he finally so Will gets um this the voicemail from Choi being like, oh, Hey bro, so I forgot the you know the dessert or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Can you um, but I'm here, I'm about to walk in, can you go get it? I thought it was really funny because you know, Will walks in and he's like, Well, where the fuck's Choi? You know, he said he was gonna yeah. be here, what the fuck? Oh, and this so and this good. and this. I if I were Kira. His, his girlfriend? Yeah. I would fucking just grab him and just yeah. fucking as hard as I could drag him to the side and say, look, we can talk through <laughs> this shit. I, I, and I can be on board with a lot of these things. But you need to fucking tell me if you are going yeah. to like just do this in front of the entire group. He does it again as he's knocking every, you know, hitting yeah. everyone's drinks out of their hands. And I just be like, look, I'm on board, but we you can't just together. fucking yeah, we're together. You cannot spring this shit on me like this. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm in front of people when I'm in a house, I don't know with yeah. people. I don't know. And you know, you put Kira in a very, very unsafe situation when you act like that. Yeah. So. I, uh, well,
1: and I thought about that too, because I love I how he freaks out. I love how he freaks out. And is like, where the fuck is choice? Like, where is he? Like, what, what happened to him? like that? It's so good. But I absolutely agree because. If you are under the impression that you're in danger and that something really bad happened to Choi, wouldn't you be a little Look bit more Look for Choi's cautious?
0: car. Yeah. Maybe do so a little some bit more investigating. investigating.
1: What if somebody just pulls out a gun? It, it, obviously it's not uncalled it for. Yeah, it happens. So he's really, I, I absolutely agree. Like at least get Kira in the loop so that you have like an exit strategy before you start just, popping off at the people who are, are throwing this creepy dinner party.
0: Right. And then fucking Choi, right. You know, showing up and, and don't get me wrong. I get right it at the perfect
1: time Ugh.
0: with there's some, uh, yeah. You know, there's jobs I've had where uh, it is really fucking annoying where I have to step aside and answer some bullshit calls. And the next thing I know I'm getting dragged into something that takes, you know, hours, mm-hmm. you know, and so I get it. I get it you know especially with the reception being a little even though like was the res- i don't know but um right. yeah fucking choy god damn dude oh
1: wow. and he just walks <laughs> into can you imagine be, it, right. like from his perspective walking into this party and it is the most awkward uncomfortable situation that he's just entered
0: oh my gosh
1: oh my gosh that's terrible and they just give him like a full plate of food they're like oh you must be hungry man <laughs>
0: and then you've got yeah and then john Carroll lynch being like i'll get him the food i'll do it and then you have like dude you have pruitt just yeah just i don't know if y'all didn't want people to be weirded out like you wouldn't have pruitt just walking around like he's patrolling the place you know it was very
1: feels like a bodyguard the whole time yeah absolutely he does and this is where they like somewhere in this area oh because they're sitting down maybe Mm. it's like with the cake And there, he has the flashback finally of what happened to their son. Ty, his name is. Um, and it's literally it's it's a kid murdering him with the bat accidentally. An aluminum? Are they made out of aluminum? Is that right?
0: It depends. Yeah, but probably that. Like it's
1: it looks and sounded like like an aluminum bat. And fun fact, I don't remember which birthday this was, maybe not Phil's last birthday, but the birthday before his seventh birthday. And this kid's supposed to be five, by the way, and he's not five like that actor that's playing Mm -hmm. their son is not five. He looks like he's like eight. But anyways, that's not the point. The. Someone gifted Phil a bat, like a real bat, and I had already Uh seen this movie I will tell you that bat has been in my garage since his birthday. I've Untouched. never taken it out. He's never used it. I'm so terrified of bats being around children now. That was it. That's all I needed. So it's um yeah, their their backstory is so sad that it's just that that would be so fucked up.
0: Yeah, I would never let Phil see that bat. I would hide that. Absolutely. That's terrible. I mean, like
1: good ah, parenting call
0: that, that is good parenting. Just keep, keep, keep potential weapons at bay because you know what? Kids are going to be tempted to swing things at each other. It's what they do, you know?
1: Well, and here's, here's my other unsolicited parenting advice to these two. And this is too little, too late for them, but no one was playing baseball like, well,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you give a kid a bat, they like, just have the Like
1: what? What? What else were they supposed to do with the bat than just swing it around in circles? I mean, I don't know that that kid was like attacking the other one, but like just, just bats, just swinging them around. No, thank you. Yeah. you
0: know, bats. You know.
1: Yeah, they. Sure. um <laughs> The other. The other interesting thing here, and I might be skipping some things, but before, so you have, oh, okay, Will, Will goes into uh, Ty's old room, which is the office now, mm-hmm. um, but he sees it like as his bedroom, which totally threw me off because I was like, wow, they left the bedroom exactly the same with his toys on the floor and everything for two years. That was a lot um i guess it would be over two years
0: but they like completely like well, and, it, and it's in the theme right i'm yeah. just completely just like letting go and forgetting of you know yeah letting go of all pain is like that that room looks nothing like what that bedroom is it didn't even look like a bedroom anymore i mean even like just the and
1: that that really resonated with me on this watch i think i always just mm. kind of breeze through that part of like oh will's grieving and you know he's going into the room and he's seeing it as his son's room but i think that's the entire point of it is that he walked in and didn't even see it as a different room like he's living in the memory of how it was and his son and like laying on the bed with him and smiling at him and he's like you know without knowing all of his experience like that In itself is a healthier way of grieving than what Eden is doing and like stripping down that whole room, like you said, and turning it into this office is like, you know, not that you can't change a room after, you know, a loved one passes, but the way that Will immediately reminisces of, you know, even though it's painful for him, he's still, he's getting the good things about remembering someone out of the pain as well so the pain comes with the memory so there's this you can't just completely detach it which I think that yeah I like I really felt that this time where I I was wondering like why he would even like all of everything so clear like down to the messy room like I noticed on the wall the drawer you can see the kids clothes are just like stuffed in and kind of sticking out like it, it looks like but still very clean. Little boy's room. So mm-hmm. I I thought that that was great that um he had that clear of a memory of it because he's not trying to erase his feelings like Eden is. So
0: and the the that house is a in, lot about him. And the house is as much as, as he does have of a, a connection to that house, you know, there's a couple different points where like they make it clear that like he is still very much. A stranger there, like one, you know, at mm-hmm. the beginning, like, you know, when Kira's like, fuck, this is your house. And he was like, eh, it was never mine. You know, Eden just had, yeah. you know, Eden's family had a lot of money. So it's like already there was that, like, kind of, you know, disassociation from it. And then the house not being as he remembered when going into that office and that used to be Ty's bedroom. And then also, again, at the end where you know he's like oh yeah there's an exit to the garage upstairs let's go there and mm-hmm. it not being there you know so again just reading yeah me like, you know this house isn't how i remembered nor was it ever really mine so mm-hmm. it, you know so it, i just thought that that was just interesting just kind of like the way that they kind of played in different kind of circumstances throughout the movie um and but he goes in and you know that the the uh the laptop which just happens to just (laughs) i just just conveniently be
1: left on the desk like they knew he was gonna go in there at some point or like they allowed him to go in there and just left that laptop out i think i thought that was kind of silly
0: and uh, to see you know toby huss (laughs) the the part b of that video where it's like all right <laughs> now kill everybody
1: <laughs> now kill some bitches now
0: go fucking kill wild your and best go, friends go for it and um oh, and ag- but again you know he does it again where he watches this and it's like okay they're gonna try and kill all of us it must be in the wine everyone's drinking and then instead of pulling his girlfriend to the side and saying hey can i can you watch this video with me and tell me what you think
1: and yeah no one's uh, noticing video. what you're doing around the house anyway
0: yeah it's like yeah i know you're pretty kind of free right through the house anyway and
1: yeah.
0: just to pull the missile and be like look well, can you because again it's like him just all of a sudden be like ah get it no stop it they poison us they're trying to kill us and then kira's just like fuck dude again like can you loop me in before you start making a scene in front of everybody
1: would you <laughs> after after watching that like let's say you've made it this far through this this dinner party situation. After watching that, would you think that the video is implying suicide for them or murder and suicide? because in my mind, like as I was listening to it, I was like, okay, if I was like really, really trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, I would think that it was telling them to just join him. Cause he says like, you know, he says, I'll miss you. I miss you or I'll see you soon. Or, you know, we'll be together soon or something like that. I, I wouldn't have interpreted that as them murdering everyone, but getting to the table and seeing the drinks. Absolutely. Um, but I would, I would still be worried for everyone's general safety yeah, like I I don't know. I just didn't yeah. interpret it as like a um I don't know if that's a mass murder if it's enough people, but um you know, a group murder.
0: I um yeah, I'd have no interest in sticking around in to find out. out. No. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Um, okay,
1: this is the this is the other thing about when he's in that room. He asks if he can go to the room. And the answer is yes. So he's there. The laptop is conveniently placed on the table. But then David also exits the house and goes into the backyard and lights the lantern, knowing full well he's in view of where Will would be. So I felt like the lantern lighting was premature on his part. I think. I guess so. well, that I mean, would be his last opportunity to light it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if. Yeah, if the who knows if the lanterns supposed to be turned on before or after the deed's been done. So cuz then when you see all the lights going on on the hills afterwards. yeah um, it's just super effective. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so so he starts knocking out everybody's drinks. Doesn't I get the Gina. It. Poor Gina. Oh, She's like, Gina, Fuck.
1: she did not even get past the word cheers. She just took a swig of that real fast.
0: Well, she's, she's, she's already coked up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's just here. You
0: know, she's like, I'm just here to party. She's
1: there for a good time. Not a long time.
0: And I know you have that whole thing. Right. And then. um,
1: I just love the, the distraction of Sadie. Like freaking out and saying like, you ruined everything. And she like attacks him and then he pulls a Pruitt. And knocks yeah. her into the table and everyone is distracted by that and just calling will like they're like will like you really you really fucked up man and he's like having all this guilt and remorse and doubt and then all of a sudden gina's just on the fucking floor
0: just with yeah just bubbling out her fucking mouth and it's yeah like, oh, like she no. is
1: dead instantly oh yeah yeah
0: wow it's 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 pretty yeah it's it's really and effective quiet. and then oh yeah and then that's when like this movie you know just like you know just like fucking superman the ride it's six flags that's when you got your (laughs) zero to 60 you're ramping (laughs) right up and (laughs) you're going and then and that it does not stop until the movie's over um and then, you know, yeah. so they see Gina, right? Everyone starts going to Gina. And then Miguel, who is our, um, you know, healthcare professional yeah. um, of the group, um, tries to help uh, Gina out and then only to then just get shot.
1: That that gets killed. you killed immediately. If you're a healthcare professional trying to help people in a situation yeah. like that, he Pruitt said, or no, it was David. David said, absolutely not. How? How? which was, you know, you could see that he's, like, losing his composure very quickly after he fires that gun. And then Pruitt is like, hey, hand that over to me. Like, I'm gonna individually hunt down everybody one by one. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. that is that is one dark motherfucker. Him going around with that gun. Whew.
0: But it Choi was... gets
1: it next, right?
0: Well, yeah, then he kills Choi um, and then uh you know like ben gets away for a minute but they find him and kill him yeah. um and then so pretty quickly it's you know it it's just fast uh you know tommy kira and will
1: mm-hmm.
0: um who you th-
1: when you think-, think tommy's dead for for a minute a minute because he's lying right. on the floor clearly has been stabbed
0: and you know tommy hey you know tommy is a real one he he fought back super hard and he he killed Sadie right
1: i'm pretty sure he killed Sadie and then he kills David which is great cuz he gets his uh his vengeance there but yeah he's Tommy's a badass he he might be yeah. uh he might be one of my favorites of the like the survivors there he did speaking great.
0: of um you know, I know how Will looks like the dude from, um, sorry, Tom Hardy.
1: <laughs>
0: the dude from Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> Tommy looks like the dude who plays Johnny Cage in the first Mortal Kombat movie.
1: Uh, yeah, he does.
0: I get those vibes. So that's why I was like, I, that's why I, I, I just immediately kind of attached to him. Uh, <laughs> I've
1: never seen that actor before. His name is Mike Doyle. We'll have to, I don't think I've ever
0: we'll have to seen do him in anything do a deep dive or something um I love how Kira takes out Pruitt you know oh it's always so it's oh it's so good Oh, it's so brutal! It's always like the head wounds with that weird like grunt, yelling, screaming, mm-hmm. where it's like you can tell just like your 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 neuro pathways or whatever, yeah. or, like your brain's just not like things aren't connecting anymore. So like all you're making is just like these like grunt like noises, guttural
1: and oh. sounds,
0: and Oof. she keeps yeah, going. No, That's the it. golden she rule: don't stop.
1: Yeah, I. That is that's another reason to give her like an mvp moment because she she fucks him up yeah she does not stop
0: that's why she's not going for
1: she's not going for a knockout she's she's going for the kill
0: well and that's why again it's like the and will doesn't you know like and will you know doesn't kill eden you know but Mm -hmm. um because she you know she shoots herself but yeah. yeah that's why i'm like i don't know what, what does showing mercy do you know like here it did not show mercy it's Pruitt. i mean tommy didn't show mercy towards sadie or david because why yeah. should they especially when you know in a certain circumstance in a life or death circumstance like this right um so yeah, hell yeah for Kira and Tommy, um, for holding things down and yeah, saving the Pruitt day. Pruitt
1: is terrifying. So as soon as he's out of the picture, you're like, okay, like things yeah. things are going to be okay for the rest of them. Also, um, let's wait. I, I need to know how tall he is because there's a um a, a moment where he has Will in a headlock. And it is quite like, I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to escape that headlock.
0: He is six foot three, according to IMDB. That's tall. That's some tall. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, gosh, you know, everyone has been dispatched. And you have our three survivors, Will, Kara and Tommy um kira just goes and gives tommy a big hug Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry this and this and this even though i'm like they gave each other a hug like they've known each other for years too
1: they so i think they actually had met before based off of how they said hello at the beginning
0: did they when when did they allude to that
1: so in the beginning when Kira says hello to everyone, it felt like she had already met Tommy and Miguel. Okay. The way that she like mm. says hello to them, he he says something like like hi beautiful and like gives her like a really big hug like he had met her at least once before. But they mm. seemed their comfort level seemed higher.
0: I don't know. Well, you know, and if anything, you know, they they went through a pretty serious situation together. So, I'd be like yeah, I mean, Hey, <laughs> fuck. Look at us. We made it. Look at that. But fuck, bro. Miguel, I'm so sorry, yeah, goddamn. That, that's, that's not fair.
1: Yeah, that's not fair.
0: Um, and then that's when they go out and then you see um, well, I thought it was a really effective ending, right? Is you go and see all of those red lights light up all mm-hmm. across the hills there. And did you count so them?
1: Because I, I did.
0: Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> there's so many of them. You counted all of them?
1: Yeah, there weren't that many. There were ten.
0: No, there were more than ten, yeah. right?
1: There there I felt 10. like the whole So you can't Dang, see okay. you can't see to the left, like their view to the left. You can only see that hill to the right in that last shot where the helicopters are circling, and there's 10 lanterns.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well that's still a lot, right? Because if it's you imagine still, if everybody has like
1: one. ten people at their party, I mean you're looking at at least a hundred people.
0: Yeah, fuck that noise. Yep, that's why I just don't. As much as I love dinner party horror movies, I mean I know better to be very wary of dinner parties in general in real life. Yeah, we, so we learned yeah, our, our lesson
1: to not go. Yeah, don't go.
0: Yeah um so well you know I didn't think to ask you so when 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 at this point like when in any of these series of events would you have said nope I'm out the video I'm getting out of here
1: the video yeah me too the video 100% because it wouldn't while it would bother me that someone just showed me a video of someone dying that isn't even the worst part it's the implication of you being in a cult inviting me over here to try to like convert me into it I feel like that is such a disrespect of your boundaries as friends um and like the trust there yeah it that just that would be so much for I would just be like I'm I'm fucking out of here I'm not staying for dinner that was weird yeah, yeah. I, I that would be it. I wouldn't have made it to the game.
0: That's fair. I'd be like, look at this video of Toby Huss. Y'all want to watch this? I might yeah. be interested if you say, if it was actually Toby Huss. I'd be like, oh, that's weird. Toby <laughs> Huss is earning a cult. I'll watch that oh, video. Started a cult. That's um, interesting.
1: <laughs> Tell me more.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, and then of course, right? You know, I, I, uh, <laughs> the, e- the 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 easy joke. <laughs> Is um, do you think this uh, affects the market value for those homes in any way whatsoever <laughs> on those hills in Los Angeles?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I, uh, more so for the for the neighbors that weren't that didn't have lanterns. I mean, I guess
0: I see it as kind of a situation like, okay, you have one ritual cult murder suicide in this entire neighborhood, right? This one time this happened, right? I mean, I kind of see it as like a, you know, it's like lightning, you know, what are the chances of getting struck twice, Mm -hmm. right? But I guess if anywhere in Southern California, like the chances of another cult popping up pretty, pretty, actually pretty, pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like those ha- that would not uh that would not go over well because they would have to I mean at least in the state of California they'd have to disclose that there were violent deaths that happened there with at least within a couple of years but there are people I I really think there are people who would scoop it up but it would be for a lot less than it's worth. Yeah. That's a great question.
0: I feel like I you know what it's like not only do i think this could actually happen but also not going to name names but i feel like i know people in my life that i could totally see <laughs> getting involved in something tangentially i don't know close to this or, or adjacent is what i mean not to-
1: I, but i hope i am
0: close to this
1: i hope i'm not on that list not one of them yeah
0: hmm. yeah you know i'm, I'm not going to reveal that here but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah you know so i mean so that takes us to the end of the movie i thought that ending was really effective you know seeing all the lanterns come up i think visually mm-hmm. that was really cool and then i i don't know if the helicopters were like in response to that or like also like you know there's always like helicopters like in Los Angeles you know it's like just doing well, you like, traffic reports and shit so like i don't i don't know
1: when they're looking out over the hill you can hear like people screaming and yeah. like other things like that i would i would assume that somebody got cell service and called 911 but they um the no the no like bars situation that they have devices that can like block your phones i i would guess that all of them did something like that just to like as an insurance policy that like i just i just don't see it being likely that in the hills of la even that you wouldn't have cell service that's i call bullshit on that
0: a little bit um now that we've reached the end of this movie Mm. As, as all of our listeners know we're you know uh, workshopping a patent pending rating system one to five booze we will accept half booze um would you like to go first or would you like me to go first
1: I will go first love it I believe you went first last time
0: sure yeah that makes sense yeah
1: the, the- this is a, this is a, this is a good movie for me. I, I really enjoy this movie. The only thing that it gets negative marks for, I don't think that it has as high of rewatchability as some of my other favorites. So I, I feel like I have to be a little bit harsh in my critique of that because rewatchability is one of my biggest requirements mm-hmm. of like a favorite favorite movie. That being said, I would recommend this movie to anyone, even if they didn't like horror, like if they liked thrillers or like horror adjacent type things. I I would recommend this movie to so many people because I do think that it's a genu- genuinely good movie. Gosh. I'm really torn. I, I mm-hmm. never plan ahead. I, I wait until we're done. Um,
0: I love it. Me, too, me neither.
1: I'm going to give it four and a half booze.
0: Hell yeah. That's it what's It loses
1: up. a half. It loses a half boo for the low rewatchability. Because every time you watch it, if you watch it too frequently, you're losing a little bit of that tension and that suspense. So, you know, having watched it six months ago and then today i i felt a little bit less tension and so you
0: know i i'd alluded to that a little bit yeah i'd I'd alluded to that a little bit um earlier where it's like you know i feel like the first watch five fucking booze like that's great oh yeah the first watch
1: absolutely five booze yeah
0: and but i think it settles into for me I'm going to give it four, four boos, Um, you know, after, you know, kind of crunching the numbers, taking the industry legend, you know, you know, part of it, you know, how does this add in? I, you know, I'm going to collectively give John Carroll Lynch and Toby Huss half a boo um, for their participation. I would give it four and a half, but I'm, I'm, I'm including, coyotes with with dog deaths oh, so that's gonna knock it down for me a little bit so brief. um yeah I, what do you mean so brief they sit there and they <laughs> keep it's the gonna be uh, we, shifting the camera have to, to make
1: like we're gonna have to make a kyle cut of this movie where we just take out the coyote scene you
0: could so you, you, can, you could take it out entirely so
1: you could push it up
0: yeah um, so, I am going to give it a very strong four booze. I think it is, it's awesome. I love just you know everybody should watch it at least once to get that initial kind of rush. I think it's really fun. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with four booze. I don't know if I like. No, that's solid. Sit with, sit with the four. Yeah, yeah. high praise you know um and i think that might be well i don't know I, it's funny because I, I also never remember what we rate after movies you said
1: you've been writing this down
0: i've absolutely not been writing any oh of goodness it down.
1: gracious we have to go through <laughs> we are have to listen to ourselves rate these movies and then I go know. back and write it down i can i can do that work i'll, I'll but i uh, think um rank everything
0: but yeah you know i think we're pretty close on this one four and four and a half you know oh yeah Yeah. So, gosh, look at us winding down.
1: Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah, The only question that I didn't ask you is Uh the first time you watched this movie, at any point, did you think that there was a chance that it was just a fake out and there was nothing like that was actually going to happen like as bad as what did happen, like that they were just trying to convert them to this cult. And it was just, you know, that's it. Simple as that. It was just,
0: so like, it turns out that it was like, just you. Oh, so it was, so the cult stuff is still there. Just not the, the violence and the murder.
1: Yeah. Because I, you know, the first time I watched it, I was like, it would be pretty clever if it was just, they're just super weird. They're in this cult and when Choi enters the picture, I thought for a second. I was like, "Damn, is Will like really just reading into this like way too much? Like, did they did they fake me out? Because it is a longer movie. It's an hour. I think it's an hour and forty.
0: Long by our standards, yeah. Yeah, hour, it's long four- for us. hour forty. Hour like forty might as well a cool be 90 fucking ninety
1: minutes. Um, yeah. And so, you know, when I looked at the runtime, I was like, oh, I guess, like, at that point when Choi, like, enters the picture, you know, it could be less complicated, but that wouldn't have been as fun.
0: Yeah. No, I think the movie would have been, like, two boos, if that were the case. I I, I, want to see some chaos. I want to see some violence and some murder. I didn't expect it to be that chaotic.
1: Like, it, it... it ramps up to a
0: 10 on yeah. that. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Well, gosh, here we are. Um, I think we have certainly said most of what needed to be said about the invitation. Remember, please, this is not about the 2022 Vampire dinner movie, The Invitation. So, if you've made it this far into the podcast and none of what we were talking about was making any sense, you need to go back, (laughs) watch this movie,
1: watch the movie, and then re listen and
0: start over all over again. Probably just start at episode one with Final Destination and just start just again the whole thing through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, cool. Well. Here we are. Take care everybody. Uh we will see you next time. Natalie, always a pleasure.
1: Thanks Kyle. Thanks everyone for listening.
0: Of course. 321 Ghost.
1: Thanks for listening to our episode on the invitation. Now that we've seen the truth and shared it with you, give us a follow on Instagram at 321ghostpod to see what we've got coming up in the near future. The hardest thing is to start. Just take this step. You can leave us a review almost any platform you're listening on. So please believe and give yourself over with a five-star review. If you'd like to reach out by email with any comments, suggestions for movies you'd like to hear us chat about, or general dinner party ideas, you can reach out to us at 321ghostpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. I love you all. I love you so much. My heart is breaking. I'm waiting for you. Three, two, one, ghost.